So this week sees the beginning of the Wellington and District Team Ministries Angels of Hope project. And I went along to St John's Church where they were busy making angels to find out what it was all about. First of all, I spoke to the Reverend Tim Trainer, the team rector of the Wellington Team Ministry, and asked him what is the importance of angels to people. A few years ago, we, we worked for a week with St John's School and with others um, to explore the, the, uh, the, the theme of angels in the Bible. And it was really interesting to discover how many people have an angel. They have an angel uh, image in their home. It might be a piece of pottery or something like that. Uh, lots of people um, had a strong sense of having a guardian angel in their lives. Uh, quite a lot of people have some form of tattoo or piece of jewellery. So a lot of people in the community have an angel close to them. And the other thing that we discovered in talking to people is that angels really do seem to do three big things. Uh, one is they are messengers and people shared wonderful stories of how they had encountered someone and had received a message which was really surprising and it, it was the right message at the right time. Perhaps had never met the person before, they had never met them again, but somebody spoke into their lives and it felt to them very angelic. And I, but I say, when I say people, I don't mean people who are, you know, people who only go to church. This is just ordinary folk. So lots of people had, had encountered someone who'd spoken to them as a messenger. Lots of people had encountered uh, angels as protectors. That was really interesting. Some people who told stories of being in moments of great crisis, being lost, uh, being in physical danger, and something had happened that they still can't explain. They were given someone, they seemed to have others around them and give them strength. Or stop them stepping into a dangerous place. All sorts of extraordinary stories of protection. And that's very true of the Bible. The Bible is full of the stories of angels who protect. And the other thing uh, about angels in the Bible is that they, they worship God. They lead the worship of God. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. Those words come through the Bible uh, from a very early point all the way through to the very end of the Bible. And there's this, there's this beautiful moment in Luke's Gospel where a bunch of shepherds are sitting outside and they're guarding their sheep. Suddenly an angel is with them, a messenger. And then it's as though it, what Luke says is it's very, and it's, it, it, you can sense that he's struggling for language to describe something. It's as though a veil is pulled back, a curtain is pulled back, and the shepherds see what is going on all the time, which is a vision of heaven. And the angels are doing what the angels do all the time, which is to praise God. And wow, wow, where did that come from? Um, and they say, I mean, it's just such an extraordinary, overwhelming experience. They say, let's, let's go, let's go into the town and, uh, and follow up on the story we've just been told. And there they go and find the baby. Beginning to talk to people about angels. And I think one of the ways that they experience the presence of God is through angels. And people don't normally say, well, there was this large figure with 
you know, with a blinding light and mm. wings and so on. That's, that's not on the whole what people say, but they describe something which is so outside their normal experience and is so sort of mysterious and so special and so holy that they feel that God has drawn close to them. Even if they're people who wouldn't have a conventional faith. In fact, very often, people who don't have a conventional faith have this extraordinary sense that there's something more in the world and that angels somehow mediate between the stuff that we don't see and the stuff that we do see. All the time we're struggling to express something which is really beyond expression. Mm. God always lies beyond us because that's the nature of God. And yet, God is so close to us at the same time. God is within our breath. What do you see as the importance of this uh, Angels of Hope project, this uh, season of Advent and leading up to Christmas? People talk about this being a strange time, and of course it is. And I think one of the exciting things about this project is that it's taking the celebration of the birth of Christ from something which takes place inside church and taking it out of doors. Uh, the angels are going to be in the churchyard, they're going to be around the town, um, and I think more importantly they're going to be in people's homes. This wonderful idea of people be receiving uh, the gift of an angel in a pack, the gift of being nominated as an angel of hope, all of these things will, will allow the mystery and the joy and the hope of Christmas to be in their homes, and if it's in their home, it might be in their life. If it's in their life, maybe it'll be in their heart. Then I spoke to the Reverend Richard Kelly, pioneer curate in the Wellington Team Ministry, who had the idea of the Angels of Hope project in the first place, and asked him how it had come about. So it started off as all we, you know, the obvious, which is that um, Christmas isn't going to be normal this year, uh, and so I've just been trundling to my mind thinking, oh, we're not going to connect with people. Normally, we have thousands of people come through the church. How on earth do we, sh- you know, show that the church is still here? <laughs> that people we haven't just abandoned, <laughs> abandoned the world, um, and the fact that people probably would still want church in their Christmas. Um, and there'd be thousands of people, possibly more than normal, I suspect, given the circumstances, who'd be wanting to sing carols, who'd wanting to have church in Christmas, wanting to have Christ in Christmas. Um, and it would be a travesty if we weren't there. So I was just trying to think of how to square that circle. And uh, it, it started off initially as this bonkers plan, which was, let's just make St John's into the best Christmas decoration in town. And uh, uh, it kind of snowballed from there. And after many false starts and uh, blind alleys along the way, it just trundled and trundled. And I knew that St John's had a history of doing stuff, talking about angels, that they'd done things in the past. And Selina had said, you know, one of the things you'd hope to do next year was a little festival of angels. So I thought, oh, let's just combine this all the whole lot together, put Christmas and angels together. And um, that's where the phrase angels of hope came from whilst I drive down the M5 with my wife. And it all just sort of came together, we were just angels of hope. And they had this whole vision of this sort of, what was sort of like a PR campaign, but this angels going out of, of generating this kind of uh, buzz around the concept. And then angels going as messengers, 
of the Christmas story. It is already, even before we've started, doing, doing just that. It's carrying the message of hope out into Wellington. God is meeting people because we've taken, we've done something after the symbol, and that symbol is, has attracted people and brought us together. And in bringing, bringing groups of people together, God has met people. So tell us a little bit about the various kind of strands to the project. Yes. <laughs> The, the, the core part started at St John's, which is, um, let's put angels in, this, in the churchyard, make it into this Christmas decoration, um, and then expanded so St John's and ended up expanding across the whole of town. So the, the big central image are going to be these, angel, these big angels, about one metre tall, um, and there's, there's 120 of them, uh, which we're making this weekend. They're already in construction bit by bit, but they'll be put together finally this weekend. Um, 32 of them will be here at St John's and the, other, the rest will be travelling out. Um, the other churches in town, the URC, the Methodists, the Baptists, Life, uh, Living Lights, Rockwell Green Christian Fellowship, uh, All Saints Rockwell Green, uh, all these people will be having angels uh, in their yards and, in, and out with their congregations. Uh, they'll be going into the park, they'll be going into the villages around, I get this right, uh, Ninehead, Greenham, Storley, West Buckland, Bradford on Tone will all be having angels in their yards. Um, and all of these angels will be wearing QR codes. So if, you know, if you've used the Test and Trace app, you'll know these, the QR code square-shaped barcode system cameras. Um, so they'll all be wearing QR codes, and the QR codes will link through to video content from the churches. Um, just in, from, from our end, the cowl services, open the book, um, lots of little miniature videos that we've shot, um, but also the other churches will be adding their own content as well. That's strand one. Alongside all that, the, the much smaller angels, and there's a much, much bigger cohort, choir of, uh, of smaller angels. So the shops um, hopefully be having angels in their windows, but as, a, as a, an alternative to the sheep this year, um, um, but also we're asking people to knit angels and we've got a, a small army of knitters but we'd always want more we'll still need more angels all the way through December so if you fancy knitting get in touch we have plenty of knitting patterns um, and uh, they will be going out to people that this looks into the other strands they'll be going out to the care homes um, we're aiming to for every residents in every care home and hopefully in, in domiciliary care as well to receive an angel um, this this advent before Christmas. Um, some of the care homes will be getting angels who are actually lavender bags um, where their bodies are lavender bags but they're uh, angels they've been made by some wonderful Duke of Edinburgh volunteers from our school. Um, so others will be getting these little knitted angels so there's 700 people in care in Wellington that we've counted um, and we're aiming to give them all an angel this Christmas and we're also asking the people of the town to nominate people that they think are everyday angels um, earlier in the year we celebrated as a nation the carers the heroes who were out there the other people if you like and actually what some of the greatest heroes of this year have been the very very much everyday folk the ones who have actually sat with you in your home have conversations with you, have laughed and smiled and cheered you up when you were sad and have taken the time to notice you. And sometimes that's just, it's your mum, it's your son or daughter. 
uh, it might be your boss. Um, and we already have these amazing stories of people who have done what in the grand scheme of things is so small, but to the person they've done it for is so significant. And so we wanted to celebrate them, the, the everyday angels of hope. And uh, we're offering the chance for people to nominate angels, everyday angels. And then every day of Advent, we will be giving out certificates saying thank you. And some more of these little angels, which is why we need so many knitted angels. Um, and just as a gift, um, say thank you for what you've done. Thank you for being an angel of hope. And so within all that is the challenge, because of course, the coming of Christ is, is, an, is an image of hope. It's a story of our salvation. But it's also a, a challenge. It's a challenge to say, it doesn't have to be like this. And salvation isn't just for you. Salvation can come from you. And you can offer something to other people, which is also hope. Spread the message. The Christmas story is a story in words, in images. It's a story which we live as well. And those everyday angels are living that story the story of salvation, the story of hope. And so every time we do that, every time we show love, we encounter Christ, um, because that is his very nature. And I'm right in saying that actually part of what you're hoping is that people can be encouraged to be, shall I put it, angelic. Absolutely. So the last, the last thing, we've made angels, uh, we've celebrated angels, and the last one is go be an angel. And... Uh, we're just asking people, go and be an angel of hope. If you're knitting angels and you've got someone next door who's feeling a bit down, give them an angel. <laughs> um, this is already taken off. People are already offering it, and it makes such a difference just to be noticed and say, I saw you, here's an angel. I just want to say thank you. Um, you don't have, if you've got spare angels to give to us, we will, we will distribute them happily. But if you know people, um, go and offer them something, uh, and it will make all the difference. And if people wanted to be involved, um, maybe by making angels, Richard, or maybe uh, wanting to nominate someone as a, a, an angel, or wanted to be involved in some other sort of way, how would they find out about that? So, uh, multiple strands. You've already found out about it here on <laughs> 10 Radio. But um, we, if you want to contact us, there's an email address, which is everydayangels2020 at hotmail.com. Um, that will go through to um, Reverend Selina, uh, who will be picking these things up. We're already getting some nominations through that. And if you want any contact details, knitting patterns, just send us, a, send us an email. Um, we'll also be having trail leaflets. Um, because these angels are going out, uh, we, we're setting up a trail. So people encourage people to wander around and see, just get out and about and see the angels of hope and go and see what the churches are doing. So the trail leaflets will be hopefully in some of the shops and we're also giving them out to the schools. I forgot to mention actually, the schools are also making angels. You'll say um, St John's School, Langford Budfield School, um, uh, certainly West Buckland School and Rockwell Green and hopefully uh, Storley as well. So we're all making angels uh, to add to our churchyards and they'll be sending cards to the care homes as well um, uh, just to say Happy Christmas. So if you want to be involved, email us find one of our leaflets, um, track down one of the church leaders, find me, find Selena, um, say, say hello. Uh, our details are on our Team Churches website as well. And um, we'll be more than happy to give you some ideas of what you can do. And what should people be looking out for over the next uh, uh, few weeks during Advent? Oh, <laughs> 
looking out for the, looking out for Christ, look out for God in the world. Go out and see people doing good stuff and be reminded of our Lord. Go out and do good stuff and be reminded of him. I just keep looking for the opportunities to see Christ in the world because God is very much, he's very much active. Uh, his spirit is moving through people, through people doing simple things like giving out angels. And so this Christmas is an opportunity to go and see him. It's one of those times of the year when we explicitly look for Christ and explicitly say it out loud. And so often it's so quiet and implicit. So go and look for him. Uh, and you will find him, as he says. Knock and you will seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened. Uh, and you can do that. The angels that first Christmas have sent the message, and it's the angels this Christmas as well. And let's face it, in the current situation, um, uh, hope is uh, something which we all need plenty of. <laughs> Absolutely. And that really is the core of this. It's been such a dark year. The light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Uh, and it's so easy to be consumed by staring into the void into the dark uh, and to miss that light which is right there um, but sometimes can't be seen because it's not bouncing off anything yeah and so this is an opportunity to see it bounce off something see the light reflected off something else that is and go ah that's the light that's the light so i have with me charlotte how are you involved in the in in the angels of hope project um, I've been doing quite a lot of uh, making, so I've, I've made some of the dresses for the angels, the wings for the angels, I've been knitting woolly angels. Um, my, my evenings have been sort of angel-themed for the last few weeks. <laughs> How many do you think you've got through? Um, well, I've definitely made, I've made 30 of the dresses, I've definitely made 12 knitted angels, but my knitting is not the best. Um, they've, they've taken me quite a long time, but um, I'm improving. <laughs> but just tell us briefly how they're constructed. Um, so we've got sort of, um, they're, they're patio obelisks, and we've got parachute fabric, which we've sewn into a sort of a tunic, and then we've uh, created some wings out of tinsel and coat hangers and some beautifully um, felted heads for the angels. Um, so yeah, they're, they're a sort of an impression of an angel. They're sort of giving a sense of what an angel might look like. Um, and what's it been like doing all of these things? It's been quite fun. Um, it's, it's definitely been a bit of a different way to spend a, a rainy, cold evening at home, um, especially during lockdown where we haven't been able to go out and do things anyway. So it's been quite nice um, to sort of sit and learn new skills. Teaching my husband how to use a sewing machine has been quite amusing. I mean, what's your understanding of what the hope is of, that will come out of the project? I think it's supposed to be um, creating a sense of... of Christmas spirit in the community when we've not been able to do things like get together for carol services and get together for those events so hoping that people bring their families on a little angel trail and see the angels around the town which would be lovely but also I think the making of the angels and the creating of this whole project has involved people from the community as well um, I know that lots of people from the community and the local churches have been involved um, some of the people in the old people's homes and residential care have been involved in knitting woolly angels I just think it's been a lovely community project when we can't see each other. There's um, 700 people in residential domiciliary care in the town and we're hoping to give all of them a gift bag with some nice little treats in and a knitted angel just to sort of help them to feel the love of the community um, and then celebrating our angels of hope as well in the community people that have done amazing things over this time um, which just sounds absolutely lovely. We've already had I think my husband was saying we've already had like 12 nominees and we haven't even opened it up officially yet, um, Amazing. which is fantastic. So people really want to celebrate the sort of the people that have served and loved this community. Oh,
I'm now standing in front of a whole, well, I suppose you have to say, host of embryonic angels who are evolving into shape here. And I have with me Ruth, who's been busy away, I think, um, uh, putting heads on the angels. Is that right, Ruth? Absolutely, yes. We're putting heads that have been made out of wool, uh, been using recycled um, yarns that have been waste from a local industry. And I've felted, I'll be getting on for 100 of these big felt balls and we're fixing them on the top of these and they, they just give a great finish, the actual design, the richest design here, um, just to finish them off. And uh, they can be recycled in different ways afterwards. And how many angels are being made, do you know? At least a hundred. And how long does it take to assemble uh, said angels? Well, each ball took me about an hour to make and then it's the process of actually fitting is probably another 10-15 minutes per angel. Dare I ask how you uh, came to be involved, Ruth? Ah, Selena called me out of the blue. Do you want to join this project? Are you interested? I thought, yeah, of course I am. And what do you think about the whole idea of the Angels of Hope project? I love the fact that it's it's a community project, uh, intergenerational, interdenominational, uh, and it has a wider appeal um, too. It's... And this time, these times, it's a symbol of hope. Um, but actually, there's so much more depth to angels, and actually, we can learn a lot. And we're all messengers, really, aren't we? Which is effectively what angel means. Oh.